the songs out of your email, put them on a tab. Oh, he's not going to have headphones either. Oh, well, it'd be more important for him to have I have another set of these in my day. Maybe stop up at my talk and steal some headphones. That's not a bad idea. All right, I'll be right back. Can I go put my head on first? No. No, I think 9,015. I'm I'm very pleased with that. Yeah, that's good. I'm very blown away. Somebody gave $2,000, Joe. <clears throat> Anonymously? Two grand, uh, really? Holy hold on. Moly. <clears throat> A lot of anom- anonymous. Anonymous no. 1,000. Anonymous. Got, no, I don't know what he wants to say. If we're on the thing. Yeah. A guy named Scott gave two. That's pretty dang cool. Wonderful Scott from Inver Grove. Cut, uh, Kurt gave 500. That's amazing. Guy named Joe doesn't say how much he gave. It's probably a buck 50, all in wheat pennies. Wheat pennies. Chris and Jess, uh, they ponied up. Jeff Dayton coming in. Um, John's wife, Lori, but not I, I, John. Well, I just noticed it listed that. You know why it listed it that way? It was from my PayPal account, which is in her name, which is fine. I don't care. We had to do that because of social security concerns. I couldn't earn too much money, you know. Well, the, you know, whatever it takes to cheat the government, I'm in, I'm in favor oh, of that. God, you're a bastard lately, Kenny. What? I agree. I take every opportunity oh, I, I can to. I thought you were picking on me. No, God, I hate the government <laughs> and the IRS and the Minnesota Department of Revenue and, yeah, all of that. You're not going to, like, go Gordon Call on us, are you? What does that mean? Who is he? He's the North Dakotan who shot the marshals and stuff. And well, no, I'm not going to sh- shoot. I hear echo. Must be your headphones leaking. Hello? I don't know. Yeah, they're probably <clears throat> pretty loud. I'm not going to waste my bullets on yeah. people. Hello, can you hear? Is there an echo? Hello, one, two, check. Now it's gone. Okay, now I, t- it's gone. I turned down. I turned down. These headphones uh, are annoying. No, John, I don't want to draw attention to myself. The The first way of drawing attention to yourself is you start shooting at people or mailing them bombs. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. No bombs. No, my bombs. point. To, my yeah. point to hiding in the country is to. You know, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Rook, uh, are these? Can I use these? Yeah. Okay. They don't have the padding. No, they got padding. All right. Everybody. Oh, those are mine. Hello, brother. Double heads. heads. Jeff. (laughs) Uh, I'll get you another pair. You sure? Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, man. What's going on, big guy? You can't be in town without stopping here. Well, I appreciate it. (laughs) You got your getter, Jeff? Yeah, I brought one. Good. I I need your help. Good to see, man. Always good to see you. You you don't need my help. No, I stand right here. <laughs> Joe, can you be right in the way? Can I please? stand right here? Hey, I might need your chair though for your your disposal. Then chair. throw that shit away yeah, and take my chair. I need one for Jeff. Okay. Although, wait, you know what I could do? Now you're leaving town today. Sorry, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Manana. Did I give you one of these? Did you get that? No. Hundred dollar bill. Drop the But I want it. Yeah, you did. Delay anything off there you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't need this, right? 
All original I don't stuff. know. Yeah. I think that, that's probably Joe's stuff. I'm well, I won't Joe's here. here so hey, I, mean, I appreciate you guys calling me when Jimmy Buffett passed away. Oh, yeah. You know, that was really Well, nice. I had to. Joe kept picking on Jimmy Buffett, and I said, well, come on. I like Jimmy Jeff Buffett. Buffett. Yeah, Jeff's going to like him. Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Last time we used this uh-huh. for the guitar, right? I don't know. I don't I remember. I think we did. And I, I have the state fair clouding my memory, so I don't know. Joe. What? <laughs> Will you go stand in that room, Such? <laughs> They're talking about us. This is my chair. No, no, no. That's your chair. What if it's higher than this chair? Hey, you guys have done this, I take it. Oh. I'm usually at home doing this, so. Oh, you really? You phone it in? Yeah, I always. He only came in home. studio for you. That's came, right, Jeff. He came in because you're here. I only come well, in studio for you. That's a big you. compliment, guys. Hi, I'm Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, I came in. Jane, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are Haven't you? Seen you since you so were I was fifth in fifth grade. grade. Yep. Yeah. Nice of you to come up. Yeah. I ask about you every day in time I'm at the door. That's what he said. And this time he came and got me and I was up oh, there still. Sorry, my case one. is falling apart. Like you're gonna play it. We wrote a good song back then. You remember what it was? Um I think it was called Up Here. Joe will not play this on the show, I promise. But, but I Jeff Dayton will. That place where we recorded everything. Oh, I still go there. School, it was not the School of Rock, but it was something. I went to the School Joe's, of Rock. It was Joe yeah. Schertz, was that his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. I'm a graduate. Remember that? And now you're in uh, the family business? Yes, somehow I'm here. Nice. Are you enjoying it? I am. Yeah, and you do stories yeah. around Minnesota about things, right? Yeah, so I produce for Minnesota Live and Twin Cities Live, so our lifestyle TV shows. All right. If I can ever help out, let me know. Well, last time you were here, Tom actually sent us a message, but there's a bunch of music rights issues um, with <laughs> television. Boy, <laughs> we, we have the same problem. Well, no, yeah. we just use my stuff with permission. That's true. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah, because then you don't have to, you know. Right. Run Where's that other pair of headphones you were mentioning? Yeah, oh, don't get up there. Oh, beneath my printer, you know, the there's a series of drawers. It's in one of to the audience, and with these guys, right. you know, with a million discreet visitors a month, that just throws me out to the world. Right. And I've got all kinds of new people who come in every every time I'm here. You guys plug my website and my YouTube. Those are the two biggest pluses. Yeah. Jeff, we only have the highest quality. Headphones. Those are <laughs> wonderful headphones. God, what are those on the left? They're these nice. might have been. The, the foam, foam is gone. Yeah. The, I well, think... there's a pair in there that shouldn't have the foam gone. Because this is where you sit. Just see if I these have work. a pair of both quiet comes oh, How embarrassing. Yeah. I Jeez. Too. Oh, these are awful. Okay. I hate to tell you. No, that's okay. Truly, really I'll awful. find you a different pair. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I'm happy to roll with whatever you got. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You still talk to Lois, Mrs. Sordidal? I am having a Mrs. Sordidal, and Gary and I are having lunch after this down in Richfield. Tell her I say hi. I will. We got to get a picture. Can we do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Would you hold that, Joe? Yes. And I'll get a picture of you with the guitar, too. Yeah. Act like you know what you're doing. Yep. Let, me, let me get Mr. Sucheray here first. Look up here, Joe, like you're jamming. <laughs> okay, selfie. Yes. That's so cool. Perfect. Yeah, it was great to oh, see you. Man. He said you were here, and I shot up. And another producer was like, 
He's your friend this year. I was like, I haven't seen him since I was 12. <laughs> and what do you know? You're 19. Uh, 23. I'm about to turn 24. Yeah. You've been that long? Mm-hmm. So you might have been it's one nice of the guitar. first few years that yeah. we did it. Wait, wait, wait. I, I was the first year you did it. No kidding. I say that like um, I Because go. it was my was mom. Was Kayla Jordy in that group with you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I remember was, she had, ah, oh, yeah, huh. see, that was, yeah, that was ours. But I, it, we were the first group to do it because my mom was the one that paid for the thing the, up to the studio. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I put you on because Facebook. that was the same place where... <laughs> oh, is this electric? It no, could be. And you it could be, yeah. Also you can plug it yeah, in. So it's yep, acoustic yep. electric. Yeah, really. That is so cool. Awesome. All right, good to see you, Have too. a good show. Do you have fond memories of that experience? I do. I still have the CD Tell in my Joe childhood what it was, bedroom. What, what we did. I have so, a program. Go ahead. I went to Stillwater High School, but I went to Afton Lincoln Elementary School, and he's really good friends with my, who was my fifth grade teacher. And I took a lot of music lessons, and we he had this recording studio. And so Jeff came in and sang us a bunch of songs, played his guitar for, like, music time, and it was super fun. And then somehow they worked up this thing that they split our entire two classes that were kind of like a four or five express situation into like five groups. In each classroom. In each classroom, into five groups. So there was groups of like four or five kids. He sat down with us and we each wrote a song. Nice. Of our each original song that he helped each group write. And then we recorded each one in a studio. Wow, nice. And then we had a CD and of all of our songs. Very yeah. cool. And then we performed them group, at the uh, concert. Remember Outlaws of Independence? Yep. They were intense. These yeah. boys that couldn't carry a tune, but they could march good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I got you a better friend. Have a good show. All right, Jane, thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. Here's what I want to do today. Okay. I, I mean, I'm going to wrap up the the week. Uh, it's been a hectic week, but and there's a lot of news, but it's not, nothing is going to be too terribly political or too heavy. And after each story... Both of you, or either one of you, just feel free to do whatever you want to finish that story with something musical. Okay. And it has to be. That's fun. Ouch. <laughs> Let me turn this down a little bit. Okay. That's coming from the other room, whatever that was. That's me, Jeff. That's Kenny. Oh, okay. Hi. Sorry. Yeah, hey. Okay, it's killing Oops, me. Sorry, Rick. I'll turn that down. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bob at the bottom. Are those okay? You want these? I or? found it. I found sure. it. Okay, Mike Tools. That's great. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. I can turn the whole thing down a little bit now. Jeff, I'm 20 minutes away from the Legacy of the Lakes Museum where you played on July 28th, and I didn't know you were there. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, the guy that runs, uh, Lowell Pickett, that runs at Dakota. Yeah, uh, I know Lowell. Yeah, he was there, and uh, he's he's a wonderful guy. He also used to uh, coordinate the MIM out in Phoenix. Yeah, and where uh, Robert Aldrich was uh, the benefactor for that place. Look well, at that! If you guitar. ever, uh, if you ever make it back, I'll be there. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, that was wonderful. That museum. You know, I have a friend named Todd Warner who owns Mahogany Bay Boats, and mm-hmm. he's been out there, and that's just a vintage boat guy wet dream. You know, the so, number one uh, boat restoration guy in the know, country is is okay. a good friend of mine. And uh, Joe uh, also has restored old Chris Craft boats. You know that he's buddies with Todd Warner. Todd Warner, you watch your wallet. Hey, Todd is an old pal. He wouldn't just, take just a dime for you. No, you keep it right there. Yeah. 
Todd, I know Todd and I, very well. Todd has my my step grandfather's boat. It was called El Stinko. It was a 1929 <laughs> deep draw inboard. He's gonna want to talk. He's gonna want to talk about boats now. For I know thing. the boat. Yeah, of course. Todd very well. Yeah, hit hit a skunk on one flag, and then the front had a martini glass. Yeah. And they yeah. used to the grown ups used to say, "Let's go have a drinko on El Stinko." If it wasn't for Warner, there probably wouldn't be a local antique boat group. No, no. And he's, uh, he was, in fact, I saw him uh, Wednesday night. I, I was down to be the speaker and performer for the Skylight Club in Minneapolis. Do you know about that? I don't. Since 1890, it's a, it's a men's meeting, men's group that has a speaker and dinner. Oh, I would love anything, just, but no, nothing in it. I like a Sprite would be cool. Sprite would be good. Um, you good? <laughs> but Todd and I, his dad, you know, I mean, they had boats on the lake right, right. there at Huntington Point. You know, right. they always had like eight slips. And um, Were you ever in his house that was the almost that theatrical house mm-hmm. on the bay? That is he still in the there? one that's in that that really colorful with the speakeasy? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's in there anymore. No, he moved. Yeah. He's newlywed. He's a year. Um, yeah. Because he married the new gal. Did you see him on this trip? Yeah, so I'm Wednesday night. Oh, Wednesday night. We, we sat next to me at dinner. Wonderful. Yeah, and we had, uh, and I was the speaker, and so I talked about the state of the music business. I see a watcher wall only because, it, it, not him necessarily, but in the antique boat world, there's been a lot of hijinks. Well, you know, there are lots of boats, and, you know, there's some fabulous stuff. You know, the, uh, what was the guy's name? You know, that, well, Dodge, he talked about a Dodge boat that somebody talked about that was a, He's had Dodge boats. Yeah, yeah, and the early, um, you know, the Chris Crafts, and then the other guy. The, uh, you must have known his dad. Yeah, I knew his dad. I mean, we all grew up around the lake, so yeah. the boats. My my stepdad um, was Water Patrol, first version oh, of the Water Patrol, yeah, you know, with uh, Johnson on the the old, uh, and he had a sick, he had a 1960 Chris Craft Roamer, which was a steel hull, 43 yeah, yeah, footer. Yeah. Yeah, pretty big boat for the well, day. We're, gonna have, we're not going to do a show today. We're just going to talk boats. <laughs> How about boat safety? Hey, hey, Kenny. Hey, my guitar brother. Uh, um, yes, you want to try a, what I need from you on the intro this one? I just need C Fault, Kenny. Two, five, okay. and then three to six. And then a stop on the four. It's a lot of thinking all at once. Okay, so one to four. You write it down. Two, yeah, I five. Do you do numbers or letters? Yeah, numbers are fine. Okay. Uh, Hardware and Garden Stores. Okay, We're going to start. Jeff, what do you got? One. Okay, it goes. Yeah. Hey. What, I can't see your fingers. It's a key, yeah. To an A7, to uh, then F sharp to B7, G sharp to C sharp minor, and then an A chord, and hold it. So uh, let's run it one. Two, a one, two, three, four. And then stop on the A. How about that? <laughs> That's it. And so, uh, if you could mention JeffDaytonMusic.com because my my count blows up when you guys. Have me good, on. cool, and it just puts a spike through my reader meter. Good, good, good. And then uh, Jeff Dayton at YouTube okay. would be great. Okay. What was the guy's name? Jeff Warner? I don't know. Todd, Todd Warner. Todd, Todd Warner. Warner. Todd, Todd Warner. Warner. Yeah. All right. Pratt alone. I think he's a drummer. 
Todd is a drummer. Yeah. We we put him in a separate category from musicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn used to say to our drummer, he said, don't be over there bothering those musicians. You remember a group from out that way called the Poor Boys? I remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't poor, obviously. That was the uh, bit. Oh, oh, that's the, the that's the joke. Their yeah. shtick. Uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rolling. What? I've been knocking for five minutes. I got locked out. Hey, bud. Well, how'd you get in? Oh, the guy, guy across the hall got sick of me knocking. <laughs> we didn't hear you. Thank you. I, told, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear it. No sprites. Okay, well, uh, do you take this? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden. I'm starting the show. I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand one hundred ninety four. November 17th, 2023, <laughs> 71 degrees on this day in 1953. Let me come back to that in a moment. Five below on this day in 1880. And sadly, this 71 recorded on this day in 1953 is the last 70 of the year. Oh. Hail the flashlight, King. That's right. That's right. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse <laughs> on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reaver, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olsen, the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde, the Newsroom, and of course, Hey, Light, would you like that? Here is your flashlight. Turn your mic on. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Confidence. We are joined by Jeff Dayton, our friend. He cannot be in town without joining us. And he's leaving town tomorrow, but we got him just in time. Where were you at Excelsior all week? Uh, last night at Excelsior, yeah, at three eighteen, and then Wednesday night in uh, Minneapolis, right in the heart of uh, Loring Park. There, really? Yeah, the Minneapolis uh, men's group that's called the Skylighters. Never heard of them. Well, they've been meeting since eighteen ninety, and they meet once a month, and they have a speaker. And in later years, they've started adding entertainers. And so I did a talk on the music business. And uh, play cool. some music. And they wanted to hear about Glenn Campbell, and they wanted to hear about who doesn't. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. So it was just wonderful, and uh, sat with a buddy that you know, Todd Warner. Todd Warner, I know him well. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the vintage boat world. Right. And some wonderful guys, and guys that actually knew my dad and knew my grandfather, and just it's crazy. Damned. Yeah. You, your ties here are really deep, aren't they? Uh, they are. Yeah, they go way back. Well, back to uh, you know, way before. Downtown, uh, my great great grandfather bought land in seven at Seventh and Nicollet, and they laughed at him because it was so far out of town. <laughs> Do you know what he told me walking down here? Oh. I said, "Well, I'm glad we caught you." He said, "Well, I figured you guys would get sick of me, so I didn't say anything that oh, I was no, in town." You can't oh, be in no, town without no, no. joining. Yeah. Well, thank Sorry. you. Boys reached that point, hasn't it, boys? Oh, 100 percent. Oh, definitely. And John, I mean, John came in with his. Agreement. Yeah, I usually stay at home and do the show, Jeff. I don't come in here and see these guys. Well, man, let's Give do something. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pick a little, huh? Well, what we're we going to do, Jeff? I got locked out for you. I was. Yeah, I thought oh. I was not. Oh, we, we were yelling, "Come on in! Why yeah, didn't you I come know, in?" I know, I got we're going to do. I'm going to wrap up the the week. It's been a busy week. We had what was called a town council meeting because there are town council members who. Uh, join us and they can watch the show while we're doing it and they get pre-show and post-show. So we had a town council meeting at Tattersall Distillery and I'm to tell you, Rook, that that's an old Shopco, not a Costco. Oh. River Falls has never had a Costco. Who, so uh, who felt the need? Steve Brenner, a mansplainer. 
shed. Uh, okay. Steve, uh, <laughs> you can't. Thank you. Yeah, I I can continue on now. And, 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 Jeff, and those of you that that I gave misinformation to from the deepest chambers of my heart, I apologize. <laughs> Deeply <laughs> sorry. Roll up your pant legs, boys. It's bleeding sincerity. <laughs> and Jeff, what oh. we're going to do is wrap up the week. And if you and John feel the urge or you feel the the creative impulse, yeah, you can you can add some musical accompaniment. To whatever we uh, yeah. to whatever we come up with. For example, we have uh, we have moles that work for us, government moles and inside moles who slip us information. Mm -hmm. And one of the moles has uh, noted that as you get ready to pick the Golden Turkey Award winner, that's next Wednesday, we're picking the Golden Turkey Award, uh, sponsored by the Center of the American Experiment. It's for the it's for the best waste of government spending okay. in Minnesota. All right. If you have and thoughts I, on government spending, please, by all means. <laughs> $500 hammers, maybe? Or, <laughs> right. Yeah. And I got a note from a mole who said, as you get ready to pick the Golden Turkey Award, this item stands out. Minnesota was recognized as a national leader in using evidence and data to guide decision-making and deliver better results for Minnesotans. And as the mole notes, how do these decisions stand out? Feeding our future, wasted surplus, <laughs> 700 plus million state office building redo, flying squirrel study. Would love to see the evidence and data they use to guide these decisions. Better yet, if this is now a third rail award, not sure what could be. So I just wanted to get that out. That's pretty I think the flying squirrel study would be interesting. 186 grand. Whoa. Um, yeah. Let's let's give him a little background music while he's reading it. <laughs> Well, I'm already liking that. John, you can go up. Go along, son. How do you like that, Joe? I like it a lot. What am I not going to like? Can you read us something, Joe, yes. while they play? Good morning, Joe. I hope you and the band of misfit boys are doing well. I'd like to give an update on my mysterious neighbors to show that we are in terrible trouble as a nation. Remember this guy? He uh, he had the neighbors who couldn't do their own snow, right. and they put table salt on yes. the driveway. And, so the mysterious neighbors who don't like to shovel their driveway and will use table salt is now on our school board. <laughs> she ran for school board and won a spot in the last election. The barbarians are for sure in the house. So someone who cannot even maintain their own house is somehow going to be able to maintain a school district. She ran on the idea of equity and to no one's surprise won. I believe that things are equitable when I see a centenarian quadriplegic midget playing in the NBA. <laughs> that was my dark ray of dread, but I have a ray of hope. My daughter, and your job is to guess how old she is, I will tell you at the end, wants to get into go-kart racing and wants to build her own go-kart. We just got done building a tubing bender in the garage and she did most of the research and work on the bender. She watched a bunch of YouTube videos about how to make it, and she designed her own based on this information. 
Now she's good building a go-kart, researching, designing, and we started to build it. How old do you think she is? I don't know. She just turned eight. Well, I was going to say seven. Wow. And she loves building, reading, and most things that don't have to do with screens. I think this is rare. So I want to my I want to do my best to support her. And I'm wondering if the GL audience can help me. My issue is that we have looked around where we live, which is really close to Rookie. Actually, I think we are only about a half mile from him. But we can't seem to find any used engines. Oh, I remember when I grew up, people would leave their old lawnmowers on the side of the road, but I haven't seen one in years. I've checked Marketplace, but everyone wants money for an old crappy lawnmower. Okay, he's looking for a lawnmower engine. I know where he is. He's in South St. Paul or Grove yeah. Heights? Yeah, this is from Joe M. But Matthew, it has to be a horizontal shaft. Okay, there's a there's a guy that pulls. You uh, don't know what that means, do you? A horizontal shaft? Yeah. That means it's the horizon this way. Shaft goes <laughs> left to the right. That's what the uh, private detective shaft says. Can you dig it? All right, you can oh, take it down, what? boys. Now we got to do shaft. No, yeah. you can take it down, boys. There is. That was fun. Can we just do that whole show? Yeah, we're going to in a moment. We get, but I have another thing that might. Wait a minute, rookie is trying to seventh yeah, avenue horizontal shaft. Uh, we got to cue the Isaac Hayes here. Yeah, yeah I, I need a walk. <laughs> and in between, um, uh, what is it? It's right. There's a park there. There's a guy that pulls a Mister Unbelievable that fixes and sells lawnmowers on his lawn, <clears throat> snowblowers, lawnmowers. So do you know the street name? They should talk. I don't know the cross street name. You know the, you, uh, do you know the main street name? Jesus, that's yeah, helpful. Fifth Street. But I'd tell the guy to go and up then and down you, Fifth Street. Between 494 and uh, the Invergrove Heights Road, whatever that is. And, May I? And yeah. there's a park there, and he puts out signs. He doesn't speak English. Oh, God. It's better. It's complicated. So there's a language barrier. you got to wait for the daughter to be there because she's the interpreter. May I, Joe? Yes. Uh, what's his name? Joe M. Joe, um, go to Facebook and get a hold of Jason Swan. Does he speak English? Jason yeah. is the father of Kennedy Swan, a very successful go-kart racer and now stock car racer out of Wisconsin. And he is a very friendly and helpful guy, and he will help you out, I promise. His name is Jason Swan. There it is. Mm. How is he with a horizontal shaft? Yeah. <laughs> He's well-versed. Just drive up and down fifth and look for the In the workings of horizontal shafts. <laughs> Jeff Dayton and John Height, I have a request here for yes, a ruling regarding a baby name. Right. Joe, I was hoping that I could get a ruling on our newborn daughter's name, Emma Gabriella. I passed that name. Yeah, wrong absolutely. That, yeah. I was also hoping that you, Pat, or someone can lord over as the mayor and be able to help me find the paper for the newspapers from the last Friday when Emma was born. No, I, I don't. I can't do that. Uh, you're screwed. I will try to raise a good GLer, even if you can't assist with that. But I will nudge her in more of a Kenny direction if you cannot help even if it means I have to buy a lot more aluminum foil for helmets. Thank you, sir. I, Steve, do know. So her name is Emma Gabriella. That oh. does not get Foghorn. Okay. That does a, not get Foghorn. Do they want the Emma Gabriella? 
Physical newspapers, John. Beautiful yes. girl. No. Then they can't go to newspapers.com. And I wasn't working, so I don't have the newspaper from the 10th. I'm sorry. And I recycle fervently. I wish I could help. I'm so sorry. they're not here. But thank you. That That's approved. I Between think... Upper 55th and 494. <laughs> Upper 55th, it might be Spruce Street or Dale Street. You'll, uh, but he's you'll there. See. Yeah, he'll be there. Okay. I know. You can't speak to him, but no. he's there. No. I think he signs. Uh, Bethlehem has canceled Christmas. What? What? We have to cancel Christmas. <laughs> the West Bank city of Bethlehem has stripped all decorations celebrating Christmas from the place revered as the birthplace of Christ. Bethlehem Municipality crews announced the dismantling of Christmas decorations installed several years ago in the city's neighborhoods and removing all festive appearance in honor of the martyrs and in, sol in solidarity with our people in Gaza, the municipality wrote on Facebook. The Daily Telegraph in the UK reports a spokesman declared the reason is the general situation in Palestine People are not really into any celebration. They are sad, angry, and upset. Our people in Gaza are being massacred and killed in cold blood. So are the Jews. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it is not appropriate at all to have such festivities while there is a massacre happening in Gaza and attacks on the West Bank. So in the middle mm. of Israel, there'll be no Christmas decorations. Mm. All right, you don't even need a song for that. Do you? No, it's a sad, no, sad situation. Okay. Joe, I was hoping to ask this in person at the GL Town Council. However, due to illness, I was unable to attend. I have a ruling request. Last week, a couple of contractors were doing some work in my shop and noticed one of my old snowmobiles, a 1974 John Deere JDXX. We struck up a conversation in which I refer to that machine as my senior cylinders. You know, cylinders which have reached a certain age and level of experience. After the fact, I second-guessed my use of the term. My ruling request is as follows. Is the term senior cylinders a legitimate term in the GL lexicon? If so, what are the qualifications for senior cylindership? If not, may I suggest an addition with the following qualification. Machine at least 50 years old with its original engine. The JDX6 has been in my family since it was new and has a manufacturing date of October 1973. I still take it out every winter. However, I only ride it as far as I'm willing to walk back home. As always, I know you will rule with wisdom. I hope the GL Town Council meeting is festive. It was. Would have been a good question at the Town Council. Good luck, and thanks for keeping GL alive, Josh, in Winnebago, Minnesota, age 41, with a cylinder index of 43, That's good. and a card-carrying member of the GL Town Council. I see no reason why the term senior cylinders cannot be adopted. Uh, it would not impact your cylinder index, no matter how old a cylinder is, it counts in your cylinder index. All right. And you've also always um, promoted, you can do whatever you want if you want to. You don't need my blessing. You don't need my blessing to call it a senior cylinder. In fact, I like the term. I have a couple of uh, cars that would qualify for senior cylindership. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Call it senior cylinders. But it doesn't impact the count. It cannot inflate the count. 
it doesn't get any special merit in the count, but uh, we all appreciate. Why wouldn't it impact the count? Well, it won't. It wouldn't give any special recognition to oh, the count. Okay. To the it's count. just if okay. the, if I'm thinking no of the right bonus, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. If well, I'm no, thinking no bonus points. Yeah. yeah. The right model. I think that's a twin cylinder CCW engine. Uh, vertical uh, or horizontal? Three ninety nine. <laughs> I think it's a three ninety nine. A twin. Hey, hey, Joe. Well, do you well do you remember your first sled? Your first snowmobile? Never had a snowmobile. Really? That's yeah. why I shouldn't. How about you? On, I've never been on one in my life. I do. Jeff. But I've really, I, I, have I haven't avoided them. I just Kenny is a Kenny, snowmobile uh, expert. Come on, the, Kenny. I do. Um, mine was a '72 Snowjet SST 433, a twin cylinder. I still own it. Yeah. The Snowjet was made by Snowjet. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's cool. We and later in the mid '70s, Kawasaki bought them out, and then Kawasaki pulled the plug on snowmobiles. Yeah. What about you? We had a Johnson that weighed as much as a car. Yes. And yeah. It was, it was no suspension whatsoever. It was a that's great what everybody one. Says. It yeah, was right. the one that went first on the trails because it would flatten anything. Yes. <laughs> well, by yeah. marriage, I inherited a Mercury snowmobile. Wow. That my uh, now gone neighbor, Mister Unbelievable, restored. Mm. Give him the line. That. Give him the line, Joe. Well, it was so narrow that if it, I, I tipped over on it almost immediately <laughs> when you <laughs> sat down, yeah. Yeah. it's so, like getting on a motorcycle. Right. They just had a track over like a bicycle still. wheel. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but let me give Jeff a brief tutorial. In Garage Logic. Uh, self-esteem is measured by your number of cylinders. In fact, we'll do your cylinder count here in a moment. Okay. Uh, ideally, a fellow would like to be above his age, but the older you get, the harder <laughs> that is to, to do. I'm not uh, above my age any longer, but uh, I, uh, a cylinder index of 50, 60, 70 is, uh, is really commendable, mm. especially if you live in an urban setting. Uh, if you're in a rural setting, we've heard of cylinder indexes in the hundreds. Jeez. It's not unusual, and that's a measurement of self-esteem. The cylinder does not have to run. You can have an old lawnmower engine sitting on a shelf. Mm. Those count as your cylinders. So uh, this has never been done before. Let's count Jeff Dayton, right. Nashville uh, a resident. Okay. Let's count your cylinders. You got a car? I have. I have two. Two, and what are they? You don't six, need, we don't need the a name. six and a four. A six. Okay, you're at ten. Do you have a lawnmower? No, sir. All right. Do you I have, have a friend with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sir. Well, start thinking of your cylinders. How what about you guitar strings? Is that kind? No. Of- no. <laughs> a weed whipper. You you pickers have to come up with your own index. Oh yeah. We don't have a guitar <laughs> string index. A lot of people. A lot of, a people, lot of people, people like them have wanted us to have different counts, the pick. Yeah. but uh, we've only stuck to cylinders, and you're you're pathetic so far. <laughs> you're, Fair you're point. You're Fair point. Oh, man. But he's on the road all the time. And for my age, that's terrible. That's really bad. Wait, wait, Jeff. Are tour they, bus. Tour bus. If I owned a tour bus. Damn it. Are, are they I, interesting cars? Are they? No, they're just plain old cars. Oh, man. But they, were, they run. Yeah. So, uh, uh, chainsaw. No, sir. You live in an I'm not, apartment? I'm not Paul Bunyan in the middle of the city. No, you live, live in, in Nashville. No, I live in a house. In the middle of the city? But it's got some woods around it, and yeah. I have deer and all kinds of critters yeah, back there. Big deal. Yeah, I, <laughs> no flying squirrels, but some squirrels. We got deer. Okay, we're going to list you as 10. Oh, just, it's uh, it's a musician thing because I don't have many either. No, John doesn't have much. But I you mean, have more than 10. 
I have more than 10, yes. Like 11. <laughs> well, if, I was going to say, barely. <laughs> yeah, that's a V8 and a three-cylinder Mazda, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, we won't, we won't pursue that, but you get the concept. I do. I the think fellows, it's wonderful. Wait, the fellow's ruling was regarding. I believe the last time we did this, didn't we discover that Rookie has more cylinders than you? No. That's not possible. I think I remember that. I think I do too. Yeah. I, think I, think I, remember that to too. Do, I have been downsizing. You want me to do mine real quick? Rook, uh, get yours assembled. You got Joe 12. What you got? And six. Come on, call it out. Is 18. And four is 22. And four is 26. Okay. And a snowblower is 27. And got your a, boat. Uh, boat is six. That's 33. Uh, let's see, you count your hang glider? <laughs> no, thirty. Got to have an, It's got to combust. Okay, it has to combust. I'm gonna call it. Oh, snow. Uh, oh, a blower. You already That's did the snowblower. Thirty-four. I I'm at thirty-four. Two snowblowers. No, two. I said blower. A, you know, a blower for leaves 32? and stuff. Oh, a blower and a snowblower. There's a difference. Chris. Okay, so why are you looking at me like that? You don't want to know my number. No, yours is probably pathetic. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so 32, and then I've got a snow or uh, um, uh, leaf blower, 33. That's one. And mm. then uh, the weed whip, 34. Weed uh, whip. Then you're tied with whip. me, but you're counting kids' cars. No. Uh, Joe? Yes. I have 41. Uh, 41? Wow. Jeez. How old are you? Forty-six, but uh, darn, that's I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, I, have, I have things that plug in and use batteries. Oh they, wait, I forgot a couple count, outboards. I'm oh yeah, thirty-five. I got, I got my thirty-five. Seven battery powered Silver. chainsaw, but I can't count that. No, right? it's not. No, that's not like, no you can't. What's the, can't what's do the, the plug Zuma? Blower. Oh my scooter, thirty-six. I'm thirty-seven then. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of cylinders, here we go. At EcoFun Motorsports at both Forest Lake and Burnsville, they're doing a buy one, get one 50% off mix and match Christmas sale of the following all electric bikes in stock, Bintelli, Scootstar, and Yamaha, all Tau Motor Youth ATVs, and yes, they all have the wireless kill switch so you can kill it and the kid won't run into a tree. All Bintelli scooters in stock. All SYX youth dirt bikes in stock. It's a great time, great time to buy gifts, an e-bike for your wife, an ATV for your kid or grandkid. All Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP, only for GLers. If you've been waiting, now is the time to Prices strike. are not marked, yeah. so you got to mention GL, and you get free winter storage. So yep. You buy it now wow. and don't worry about it till spring. See? ATVs with 50-inch snowplows starting at $59.99 and side-by-sides with 60-inch plows starting at $89.99. And finally, if you mention GL and buy any vehicle in stock before Christmas, you get a 10-pound double-smoked ham from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned yeah. Meats in Hugo, the best ham you'll ever taste. Nice. And that's courtesy of the guys and gals at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. It's right on 97, immediately west of 35. And in Burnsville, it's on the service road of life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Okay. We'll Neato. just keep going like this. It's fun. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You having lunch today? What time? Um, meet Gary and Lois. I don't know if you know them or not. St. Paulers. Gary Loris? Gary and Lois. 
Oh, Gary and Lois. Gary's like my oldest buddy. No, I don't know him. Yeah, that's all right. He's in my band. Thank God it's not Gary Morris. John embarrassed himself. Well, again. my Twin Cities guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can talk about all that. Yeah. Uh, Ken, I just need a seafoam out of you today, baby cakes. And then so I'm playing at two cover. o'clock today. Oh my god! Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, totally yeah, we'll be done. Oh, we'll be done. No, I've, I've got a lunch with them. We'll be done at one. Uh, she knew okay. Jeff. They did. She was in a class with Jeff. Uh, oh, fun! So yeah. Lois is the teacher that had Jane Hubbard. Oh, okay. And Jane, Lois was retired now. She was at so Was this school. young lady in here Hubbard, as in the Hubbard family? Yeah, it's so Rob's that's daughter. Why we, we brought her in? I didn't know that was mm-hmm. Rob's daughter. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. Yeah, and she was a fifth grader. And, and you was, taught music at that school. Well, and well, you what went happened in as a guest? Well, actually, that I was a guest at first. We can talk about it if you want. But Lois was a very visionary teacher, and she said, "You know, you've got such a way with kids. Mm-hmm. Why don't we sketch out a, a residency and see if we can get it funded?" Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And so Jane doesn't know that it went, it's been going on. Thir- this is the fourteenth year coming mm-hmm. on, coming in twenty. Are your kids musical? Yeah, they are, but they don't not all pursue it. But they have that. Gene. How did she know you were here today? I was told her. I've been asking at the front desk for every time oh, I've been okay. here and going okay. to the fair with Got you guys. It. Like, Got tell it. Jane and tell Jane. Got it. So they finally said, we're done. I just thought the Hubbard family was so in tune with the podcast that it was great that she knew you were coming out here today. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yes. sure that was it. Yes. No. Ready to rock. But I, I think I'm up yeah. around 70. I think I have around 70. I'm 71. I forgot about the weed whip. Oh, you guys. <laughs> but I used to be over my age, bragging. but I right, had 16 right. motorcycles. You got rid of the bikes. Helped. Yeah. <clears throat> you get rid of the bikes. All right, we ready? Uh, yes. You guys are going to bump bump us, right? Okay. okay. What do we want to bump with? No, oh, anything you guys want to play. Well, should, we, should I sing one? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris, let's... let's do that one that we were just doing. Okay? Oh, okay. Sure. I know, but I got to get him in. All right. Just let him... Go for a few and then right. okay. okay. You guys ready? Tell, yeah. tell me what yeah. Three, two, one. Truth, justice, and the suture. time I walk in here, this place smells like a stale old beer, and I wind up sitting by some barstool genius. Well, I always mind my business, yeah, but he gives me the business back, so I do my best to keep some space between us. Doesn't matter what's on TV, he goes on and on at me, and he don't know that I ain't even listening. Cause I'm walking circles in my head Thinking about my ice cold bed in the empty house Wishing I was fishing Yeah, life's such a mystery Where I'm preceded by my history The answer is I haven't got a clue I know my meant to be He's out there searching for me all but my next ex is looking for me too yeah my next ex is looking for me too it's a sad tale of woe here comes joe Thought you were going to talk. Oh, I thought you were going to talk, <laughs> No, here's Kenny Olson. Here's Kenny. I'm still busy counting cylinders. Oh, my God. Um, I'm a puke. I, 
I, I'm up to around 80. And I haven't even started counting the cylinders on the shelf. Uh, and if you combine all of our cylinders together, including Jeff's pathetic um, attempt at <laughs> cylinders, the one thing all of our cylinders have in common is seafoam. And I know last uh, last this last week has been fantastic. You may have drugged, dragged, whatever you did. You pulled a few cylinders out of storage and got them back out in the dirt, the trail, the road, whatever. And now it's time to put them away again because winter's making it. Is it winter making a comeback or is it fourth fall? I don't know what it is, but it's going to get cold um, next week. And all we have to do is treat our cylinders, whether they're summer cylinders, winter cylinders, or cylinders that run year round. Give them a little seafoam. That'll make them happy. Seafoam is the answer to cleaning the carbon and keeping your carburetors injectors happy. You can find it everywhere, everywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold, including, of all places, grocery stores. Seafoam is everywhere. A local company with a global reach and a wonderful true miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Je uh, Jeff, is one of your cars electric? No, sir. Thank you. Uh, I uh, <laughs> those are government cars on this show. Oh, cars. G car. But I be before the show. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, watching a video sent to me by Sean uh, in Fulda, and it's a picture of an electric car. Uh, it's real. Uh, the Florida Hollywood Florida Fire Department was on the scene. It was a Tesla that backed a jet ski into the into the water but then as often can happen on a on a boat ramp the the car got away from the driver who was a moron and the car ended up in the oh, water no. oh no the car was burning while it was oh, underwater mm. oh no i'll think about that the car was burning while it was underwater it was offloading gases from the battery Okay. When the fire department got it out of the water, they put it on a flatbed truck. They let it burn as much as it could. Okay. But when they got it out of the water and put it on a flatbed truck, it was still burning. So uh, what, what? Out of the water? What, well, here's a video from a fire department training perspective on a Tesla underwater on fire. If you watch the video, apparently Tesla drivers sometimes hook up boats to their cars. And when launching them, could get quite a bit of water around the battery causing intense issues. I uh, share this with you because you are a boat guy interested in lake stuff and enjoy government vehicles. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, that it, And it was an amazing video. Uh, you can go to autoblog.com, autoblog, one word, I, dot I can com, link it to the page. Too, and you can it. look up submerged Tesla Model X at Florida boat ramp. That damn thing is burning underwater. The flames are shooting above the water. Well, then maybe there's something to President Trump saying, can you get electrocuted if you are in an electric boat? Well, as Sean notes, it always sounds funny when you play Trump asking if an EV in the water will shock you. It could be worse than that. Thanks, Radar. The damn thing could, <laughs> well, burn under your feet. We've also learned that the EV vehicle rookie is very much similar to the city of Detroit. Or excuse uh, me, the city of Cleveland, Cleveland, where the river caught on fire. Right, the Cuyahoga. Yeah. <laughs> you ever played Cincinnati? Yes, I a couple of times. Have. Yeah, yeah. You have. but Cleveland is what he's talking about, right? Oh, Cleveland, that's yeah. right. Okay, you ever but played Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been everywhere, <laughs> man. Same state. Everywhere. Same I, state. Joe, I played all fifty states in fifteen countries. 
Have you really? I have, yeah. And we're adding another one this week. We're going, I'm going down to Aruba. I told I him. Really? I told him walking down here. I don't care what. I'm I'm going to Nashville to watch him play this winter. You guys oh. got to come down. We keep no. talking about it. We talked about it at the fair. I'm right. going. All right. Uh, let's let's let Jeff know. We <laughs> we, uh, we need to take up a GoFundMe to get yeah, to Nashville. Yeah, we, we, yeah, lobbied, uh, we lobbied our betters uh, for that trip, sure. and uh, we can't make it happen. Uh, that doesn't mean it won't ever happen. We just can't make well, it Joe, happen. Just go on Let's just line up. A, a, they have this new jet thing that you can do. Private jets holds 30 people. So yeah. you and and uh, 29 of your friends. Yeah. And uh, come on down. We'll line it up. He's got less friends than cylinders, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I have you remember that old thing that uh, was it Oliver Wendell Holmes and George Bernard Shaw, and he had a new play, and he sent, or was Churchill? He sent sent an invite, and he said, "I have a new show opening Friday night. Uh, bring a friend if you have one." That would probably be Churchill. <laughs> and Churchill said, "I can't possibly be there Friday. I'll be there Saturday if there is one." <laughs> uh, uh, the, getting the friends together wouldn't be the problem. It'd be getting these guys to go. That's and, a problem. And, uh, well, we got to bring. We got to have a travel stipend to get somebody from Alexandria all the way. We'll, here, we'll yeah. make yeah. it happen. Uh, on, John Height won't fly. I'll drive. How's that? He would drive. He won't fly. Hey, you know that Teddy John from Man. Alabama, the band Alabama. He never flew either. Oh. He drove Teddy, the bass player. Teddy really? Gentry. Yeah, he, he drove everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. I don't Neil mind flying. Or, I tell Jeff the real story. I don't mind flying, but I'm claustrophobic all of a sudden, and I, I hate getting in small. Neil Perth, the drummer for Rush, would only motorcycle between gigs. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, and he rode I did not know that. Yeah. John Madden? Well, not in the winter, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And then when he lost his uh, family, he took off on his motorcycle, and Rush didn't know where he was for about a year. Wow. He got lost. That's right. Yes. Did he lose his where wife is and he? I can't find him in my formerly nicotine stained fingers. This is the band uh, Rush. Oh. Canadian band. Canadian band. Yeah. You probably have met them. I have not. But All right. The I legendary band. Where's the drummer? I didn't think he did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of the EVs. Great recovery. We know uh <laughs> like we know from uh we know from emailer Tim Buck too that private EV charging companies like ChargePoint and EVgo are losing hundreds of millions of dollars on their charging networks. But that hasn't stopped the state of Minnesota from jumping into this very bad business. KSTP reported this summer that the Minnesota Department of Transportation plans to add electric vehicle chargers along Interstate 35 and Interstate 94. The project is federally funded through the national, well, it's funded by us, through the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Formula Program, or NEVI, N-E-V-I. They will be using $68 million of your tax dollars to do this, plus an additional 20% for Minnesota taxpayers. What are the odds that this government enterprise will ever turn a profit? And that was a KSTP news story that the Minnesota EV charging station rollout is moving forward even uh, as EVs decline in popularity. I have a question on yes. that. Have they researched, have they cross-correlated with the flying squirrel study to put EV charging stations <laughs> yes. at the observation points for in flying squirrels? In this case, that could happen. Yes. In this yeah. state. That would give many ideas. And I have, uh, there's a movie we're all going to see, Jeff. I haven't seen it yet. Kenny has seen parts of it and Reavers has seen parts of it. But it's called The Fall of Minneapolis, and it centers around the weekend when George Floyd was murdered, well, it was called a murder by a police officer in Minneapolis, and that, that kind of changed the world. It certainly changed the Twin Cities. And I got a note 
from uh, Mike in Duluth, who writes, I've been a cop in Duluth since the year 2000. I worked for Minneapolis PD for two and a half years prior to that. I'm planning on retiring a year early. Uh, to me, family and my, to me and my family, it is well worth the cost because apparently retiring early will cost him about sixty-five hundred bucks per year for an early retirement penalty. But he says it's worth it. The job has not been what we signed up for for several years now. The Duluth Police Department has recently come out with its own multi-page policy limiting what enforcement actions we can take. It is in draft form at this time. Our administration tells us it is to preemptively self-regulate. It mirrors what the regressive cities are telling their officers to do or not do. A few of us have watched the fall of Minneapolis today. I really hope you get a chance to see it. I think this is a Liz Collin film. I think they did a good job summarizing what happened here in our state regarding the Floyd death. Similar events have occurred in other states, and no doubt there will be more to come. The movie did a good job conveying the thoughts and emotions of cops all over the country. Please watch the movie. It may answer some questions for you. Dealing with non-compliant people happens a lot, and more often in recent years, it's never pretty to see officers use force. The way the Floyd calls started out looked like a hundred calls I've responded to. We rarely know who we're dealing with. We never know how an interaction is going to play out. We have defensive tactics training, diversity training, sensitivity training, de-escalation training, and more. Often this month's training contradicts last month's training. You never know what will hit YouTube or who will be judging you next. It's made us second guess ourselves to the limit. It truly breaks my heart to see what has happened to my city, my state, and my country. I am fortunate enough to be able to sell my house, pack up my family, and leave Minnesota for another state that more closely reflects our values. Sadly, I think the voters are going to have to realize they asked for what is happening here. Hmm. And uh, I've gotten many, many emails today regarding this film. The fall of Minneapolis. Did you start yet? I haven't. I've I, made it about thirty minutes. Is it on YouTube? Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's on, on Rumble, Rumble but it's uh, it's an Alpha News is. piece that you can find on their website, alphanewsmn.com. Right. I've uh, I've sent it to a few jailers yeah, who have requested it, but yeah. it's. And John, you mentioned this yesterday, but I started to watch the. It starts with the body cam footage. Yep. Mm-hmm. You do forget how much led up to. Oh yeah. There was... What what actually the world saw with Chauvin and, and Floyd, you forgot about it was how like mu- 20 minutes, right? More than that. I bet at least more than that, but it's tough to watch. Well, how about those twins? <laughs> Payroll. Here we go. I'm at, uh, I'm at 78 cylinders and still counting. Okay. Let's <laughs> man. I'm going on Craigslist when I get home. <laughs> He's been shamed. So low. I have no idea but what see, you guys have been talking about. You guys are all about. 30s and above. No, man. but he's rural. And rural, yeah. rural guys really have a leg up on having a higher. And well, you're now rural. Jeff, I am. Jeff, yep. I have eight chainsaws. Jeff, all right. <laughs> no, that's Dude. just not right. How do you choose? You're like Nanook of the North or the West. <laughs> May I ask a music question? Yes, yeah. sir. I we'll love it. So I've been begging for someone to be my date tonight for the Eagles concert at the XL Energy Center. John won't go because he hates the Eagles. I don't hate. Oh, I have a music God. question. Well, this is a diverse group here, right here. So I. I said because I've never I ain't seen him and I, I want to go see him tonight. So seen you've seen him. Take it easy is one of my five favorite songs of all time. But I asked Johnny goes, I have no desire because it's not the original group. 
Well, no, well, who gives a damn, right? Not, not really Jeff, what I said. Help me here. Okay. Shocking that Chris would misquote me, but okay. Okay, straighten it out, boys. <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, is it still, for me anyway, do I still get to say I saw the Eagles? Let's go in perspective. Right. Um, there is a band called Foreigner without Lou Graham <laughs> that's out playing, but there are no original members left. Yeah. And a buddy of mine is in Orleans. They have three original members still in that band. The grassroots, the last time I saw them, had only the drummer, and he didn't sing. And that was in the 70s. Mm -hmm. um, the Eagles have had Deacon Fry, Glenn Fry's son, yep. but he's off the road now. Vince Gill is a worthy member. But if you think about it, Timmy Schmidt on bass was not the original bass player. Randy Meisner was. Right. And, uh, you know, George Grantham, while well, it was in, the, in Poco, and that band went, you know, nine versions of that. The Beach Boys now... I don't know even if they're, it, it's probably Al Jardine and his bunch, and Mike, Mike Love and his band, yeah. Yeah. and uh, they have separate bands, yeah. and, uh, you know, Brian well, doesn't perform. I just read one the other day, this is my favorite, uh, Burton Cummings and Randy uh, Backman just sued the people who are calling themselves the guess who, because the only original person is the drummer who doesn't sing. Mm. So it's kind of hard to have. Yeah, guess band. who is definitely Burton Cummings. Well, yeah, without voice. Burton Cummings, how yeah. can you have a guess who? We played the State Fair a few years ago, and uh, Lou Graham, the voice of Foreigner, yep. was there. And that man, that you know, he's one of the best rock voices, great in my voice. opinion, of all time. Yeah, great one voice. of my top five rock voices oh, wow. really? of all time, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's just amazing. I yeah. mean, you know, waiting for a girl like you. Yeah. You know, make a guy fall in love. When the rock is like <laughs> urgent. I love those vocals, stuff like that. Yeah. Were you yeah. an Eagles fan? Yeah, I've always enjoyed them a lot. Yeah. I've never seen them, but really? I know that they were. Oh, wow. You could go tonight with Reavers. He'll <laughs> take a rain check. Well, who's wearing the skirt? Yeah. <laughs> He's waited this long. <laughs> hey, who played bass on Hotel California? Which bass player was it? I think was... that was Tim Schmidt. Was it? I think oh, that was still Meisner. Then. Was it? Okay. I think you, he quit right after let's that. Let's figure that out. I know that Don Felder had a big dispute over that song because he wanted yeah. credit. And they used to name under the song title, I was told, that they uh, ranked the ownership of the song by the position in that list. And that he came to them with the idea, and there's just been this whole story. Yeah, he know? wrote, apparently, the, all those changes that you hear at the beginning and stuff. Yeah. And then... And yeah. then they kind of went, oh, yeah, give me that. Yeah. And well, he and Fry didn't get along. You know, the thing I like about Nashville, just to center it in a little bit, is that we, we have a thing down there when you're writing songs, like a room full, you know, okay, there's five of us and Kenny. So we, it's, it's word for a third. If you want to get in the room and write the song, you know, and Kenny comes up with one word, you know, 75 cylinders, <laughs> and we put it in the song, you're on. <laughs> You know, yep. and actually, even if you're just there and just making coffee and we're all kind of, you know, talking about it and living it. Yeah, that's that's how we share it. We don't we don't divvy up like, well, Joe wrote most of the lyrics and word for a third is what word it is? for a third. That's oh, what we I say. like that. Do you have a place in Nashville where you play most often? Uh, a couple of places that are writers nights, yeah. um, you know, places uh, that host writers. The Commodore is one. Um, you know, there have been a bunch of them. They're great showcase clubs, uh, but they're booked with shows that charge ticket money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you wanted to go to, you know, backstage Nashville on a Saturday afternoon, it's 20 bucks. But when you're not on the road and you're in Nashville, are you working every day? No, no. Actually, Nashville is where we live, and then out here is where we work. Okay. And I see all of our people out there at the airport. You know, you run into all the bands, and 
uh, you know, we, we have to leave town to make money. I wrote with a girl from Los Angeles this week in Nashville, a wonderful singer named Christy Huff. Look mm-hmm. her up. She's just cute as a button. Mm-hmm. And uh, in L.A., she's, well, in Nashville, she says I get I play a four-hour gig and get 100 bucks. Really? In L.A., I play a two-hour gig and I get 400 bucks. Really? Yeah. So it's a different kind of thing, you know. You ever been to a Predators game? Uh, you Hockey have, yeah, yeah. So are a lot of the clubs right around that Bridgestone Arena? That's downtown. That's yeah. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it's just teeming with bars. There are probably 25, 30 bars right. with bands at all times until 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, but you guys got to come. I know. I've been there <laughs> during one of those nights have last two years ago, yeah. but I haven't been... Uh, I haven't been down there to play. You know what would be fun is if you guys can't work it out till springtime, let's go watch the Nashville Sounds AAA team. Oh, okay. And their new stadium. They've mm. got a beautiful new stadium. That'd be fun. I'm a big baseball Aren't fan. Aren't they cool. making yeah. a big push for an MLB team? They in are. In Nashville? They're trying. That's what yeah. I thought. And they've got a soccer team. Cool. And uh, how's Minnesota soccer doing? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Who can we ask? Okay. Uh, you know who you could ask is Mike Fredoloni. Are we honesty. having Pat today? I have a music business question, guys. Well, I was going to say on soccer, by the way, at the old Met Stadium, which is the only stadium I ever saw the Twins in, right? besides Target Field, um, I got to see when the Minnesota Kicks yeah, were the around kicks, yeah. Yeah. Yep. and the New yep. York Cosmos the came. Kicks. The Cosmos, New York Cosmos came to town. I got to see Pele. Pele. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. That ranks up there with seeing Bob Marley and Little Feet with Lowell George. Tino Latiri. Oh, man. Ace Nesselengue. You saw Little Feet with Lowell George. Alan Merrick. You're a lucky man. I saw the almonds with Dwayne. Yeah. You know what? I have to leave and go. I saw Chuck Berry with Keith Richards. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. uh, Grant Park. What, on TV? Not Grant Park. (laughs) I was there. I got to play with Bo Diddley. Oh, cool. Boy. He walked up with we, we, the three of us. He picks up local bands, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's his rhythm, you know. He's, oh, sure. Boy, he was angry about that. He said everybody stole from him, which is really true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he came out. It was at a the county fair for all of Phoenix in the Maricopa County Fair. And he pulls up in a limousine. It's in the afternoon. Yeah. It's like a dirt lot. It's not a very good. It's not like our Minnesota fair. Right. And he gets out of the limousine. He's wearing those great big sunglasses and yeah. that bowler hat and a black outfit and he comes over and looks at us looks at me looks at the bass player looks at the drummer and goes y'all look like you can play i'm going back to the hotel <laughs> <laughs> did he throw any changes at you on stage that you weren't ready for yeah like chuck berry used to do that a lot to the local bands well he'd look at me and go play <laughs> <laughs> i saw a picture on facebook yesterday of him cooking fried chicken in the back room of a concert gig oh he's he just getting ready to play but he's got a big plant pan of fried chicken you i know, saw it, him in the main room uh downtown minneapolis really? yeah cool you know yeah. john you and i could write cooking fried chicken <laughs> we're gonna go. do it i mean you know that's how nashville songs get written somebody drops a line like that oh uh, we're in the room so we get a third <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah i need your credits with, you gotta come up with a word though uh, uh, 78 uh, cylinders. Uh, <laughs> Grunhoffers. <laughs> no, garage. Seafoam. Seafoam. We yeah. got to get seafoam in the song. Right? I'm, getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of emails from people who are saying, what in the hell is a telephone closet? Well, in the old days, that's Good where question. the phone was. You'd lock that up like a wild animal. you put that phone in there and it would be in the closet. But that's where you kept a list of names and numbers of all the people you needed. And you need a garage door guy. To to wind the phone like that. to wind the phone up. And that's where you keep the name of and the telephone number of Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They're hiring. 
uh, and they're really paying well and they have great benefits and plans. They have, they're looking for uh, garage door technicians, garage door installers, warehouse inventory associates. Really check it out. It's fantastic. They're the best. So if you need a garage door guy with precision garage door, you're getting the whole garage logic family and they cover everything from the openers to the actual installation of a new door. If you need one, they don't charge more for weekends. They keep you up to date on what they're doing. Uh, all, all response that I've gotten uh, are from people who now have made precision garage door of the twin cities, their garage door guy. You can find them at precision door mn.com or call them. 612-263-6985, uh, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. Sweet. It's a beautiful thing. Rook, I hit your uh, second stork yesterday. Did you? Yes. Thank you, Johnny. I get, I get two and my wife gets two. I always pick second stork and I did. Uh, Thank you for uh, that. They Fred raised. Mike, uh, <laughs> not friendly. Um, you know, she's play for Patrick. Yeah, that's really that's cool. We with our board match, we ended up raising thirty grand. Cool, oh, sweet, nice. And that'll go a long way to buy stuff. stuff. Every day in Minnesota is give to the max day. Hey, 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 hey. Um, you got beat up on that one too, by the way. I didn't look. What did they say? Yeah, the usual. What? Take a shower, old man. Oh. Stuff like that. Yeah. Shower with a friend. That's why I don't. That's why Save I should even tweet. I don't want to deal with the bullshit. You mean some people responded to that tweet like I, that? Yeah. According to Kenny, John I, and I were doing the play-by-play after the show yeah. with Joe's tweet. You are getting more followers, though. You're closing in on me. I don't care. I don't. I need followers. How many? You got a million? No, sir. You do. On Twitter, Jeff? Oh, I Twitter, I gave it up. I also canceled TikTok. Wait, I was going to say you're... What, are you just Instagram? You. I have Instagram. Yeah, it's Jeff.Dayton, Instagram. Jeff.Dayton, Instagram. Jeff. Try to forget <laughs> it. Bet you can't. Jeff. And then I have well, a, Jeff, my website, too. Not not to ran in your parade, but it might help if you've tweeted more recently than 2013. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have I Jeff Dayton or Jeff Dayton 1? I have Jeff Dayton Music. No, well, I don't even know that exists. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, that I, looks like you. Yeah, that's an old picture of me. All but, right. So this isn't your because it's got your one, website. There's another one, Jeff Dayton one, oh. with the number one. I don't know. I mean, I that's I, some guy in Fridley. <laughs> yeah, I follow you. <laughs> Let's make sure we flog those websites when we. We're get going back. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Um, Let's go here. Can I ask a quick question? Jeff are we Jeff going Dayton. to John or what are we doing here? Uh, John, is any of the music or any of the news you're going to do lend itself to music instead of news? Um, <laughs> I got the uh, city smelling like manure. Yes. Oh, we you got to do that one. That. You got to do the that city one. City smells like manure. <clears throat> all right, because um, all the wind has been blowing up the farm. Stuff. I got. Uh, we can skip Jennifer. Carnahan That's different from Canadian smoke, right? It is. I got. Uh, what would they smell like together? Oh. I'd rather manure smell than smoke. Manure well, that might smoke. be a, that might be a good blend for a coffee. Smoky manure. Smoky manure. With a fit, with a with a manure finish. See, the song is being written, and we're all in for a third. <laughs> yep, let's do it. That's how we do it in Nashville. John, John you do that story. I actually knew and a guy we'll down. Pause, and we'll have to say, "Lo, no, that's got to be a song." There's, There's a guy down at the Legion. We call him Smoky Manure. Smoky Manure. 
Yeah. Good old smoke. Is there something here? 49.4. That's why I was asking because I'll do because we need to do North American Banking Company. Oh, and okay. I have a read yep. for that, but I'll, you no, guys want to do a song? Well, no, we we're going to start the news like it's regular, but when we get to the manure story, we're going to say that's got to be a song. Right. But oh, bumping that's back, a, I guess, is what I was saying. Something in for a bump, though. You don't have to. No, oh, we'll just play a regular okay. bump. You want. Oh, if you're going to do that, will you play that Cold as Ice song? I want to I want to play that for Jeff. I want him to hear it. Okay. Ice Cold or whatever oh, the hell cold. it is. Yeah. Yes. Cold Ice. Is that an original cold. or do you guys? Um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it when we come out because I want your opinion on this okay. song. Well, yeah. how can I do an ad? Do you want me to wait to do an ad, Kenny, or what do you oh, want to do? Oh, for God's sakes. You, you figure it out. <laughs> we might have to do the poo-poo boogie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, do some damn thing. Cue the talent. Yeah, stand by. Do something. Are, you, are you playing whatever? Ice. There. There it, here is. it is. This is it. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Socialist. Makes you want to bounce, right? We're gonna kind of tell Jeff what this is. Yeah, this is uh, my kid Dylan and his buddy Dylan Reese. My kid played all the instruments. He played the bass, the guitar. I met him uh, at the fair. Yeah, you met Dylan. Sure, he this... played with us. Uh, Dylan did all the music there, and his buddy Dylan Reese did the vocal. And they've released stuff on occasion. It does pretty well on Spotify and that kind of thing. But they worked on this for a day and just. I almost said a bad word there. Yeah. And, and yeah. they decided not it. to pursue it any further. So that's, I said, God, I love that. Can I have that demo? Je Jeff, I think it's so good that I want to buy it from them, turn into a slimy, creepy record company executive, <laughs> and make a million dollars. This is a hit, isn't it? Is it what I think it's about? Uh, I don't know what it's about. I don't care about that. I, mean, I want to make money here. Well, what do you think are it's we, about? Are we live? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can't say it. Well, it's, text it to me. Then. I, I think it's just about uh, you know she's ice, ice cold, right? I mean, ice, you know, oh, okay. and I'll figure out a way to say it without you getting into okay, trouble. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Well, while you do that, let me tell you about North American <laughs> Banking Company. My bank, they're the best. You know what? Switch up from that big national bank and go with somebody local that cares about you, that cares about your family, that cares about your business. They do offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And like I said, they're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They're not sent out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company has been at it since 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment, that has not. So check them out today online, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Dot com North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, that's so I never would have guessed that. That uh, can um, you put it into? Well, let, let, let's say you're ice cold. Yeah, and you're wearing a shirt, and you're okay. Yeah, choosing your summer outfit, and it might Cutting, be yeah. noticeable. Diamonds, I, I never would have guessed it. that, but you might be right. Well, it's, is ah. the turkey done? <laughs> yep, turkey's done. Did the thermometer? Did the thermometer? 
it's a hook, isn't it, Jeff? That's amazing. That's a good song. <laughs> That's a horse of a different yeah. color. <laughs> I'll tell you the funny, uh, the funny part about that is we used Kenny and I had a different podcast, so we would use that as a bump, and I would get invariably two to three emails asking for me to send that to them. So I had to get permission, of course, from my kid. I said, mm -hmm. okay, I got this demo. But you're not going to do anything with it? No, we're never going to. I said, do you care if I send it to these people? So I, I bet I've sent it to 30 people mm -hmm. <laughs> just because yeah. they want a copy of it. Yeah. So. And, and it's registered as their ownership. I'm right there. Where, they, where they can people them. find your stuff? Because you're not doing Twitter, thank God. No, sir. Your uh, Instagram. I'm um, Jeff.Dayton on Instagram. Jeff.Dayton on Jeff. Instagram. Jeff.Dayton, Instagram. And then you have your own website. Jeff.Dayton Music. That's where I'd love to see you there. Yeah. And uh, about, I lost it here. There we go. You good? Check one, two. Check one, You're two. On. One, two, one, on. two. We can hear you. Yeah. I, oh, you there it is. It? Oh, there was something good? playing there. Oh. Oh, I, I fell into the vacuum. I saw. Apologize for that. No, John right. Knight, do you have news? And well, YouTube, well, yeah. Hey, I'm on, yeah, hey, I'm on let, YouTube. Let Jeff finish, yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, I just thought my headphones went crazy, but it was me. No. And, uh, yeah, YouTube, I've got a channel. I do a song a day, original music, and... Uh, you know, you put day. that you're on Facebook too because I see your song of the day on Facebook. Yeah, and time. but my personal Facebook is full up, and there's another one, Jeff Dayton Music, that you can find. Jeff Dayton yeah. Live that you can find a you know Perfect. another Facebook page. Perfect. Do you leave this guitar in Minnesota? I have before, but it's been traveling with me lately. All right, it's a 1994 Taylor. You yeah. have to put it in baggage, or can you take it no, on the sir. plane? No, I take it on the plane. You know, the nice thing is. If they don't have room in the overheads, usually one of the flight attendants will say, we've got a closet just for us, but you can go ahead and put it in there. Yeah. Uh, they're really cool. nice. And they're coming in out of Nashville. I mean, everybody knows we're coming with guitars. So Southwest is what a lot of people fly on. Uh, I like Delta quite a bit. I'm an old Delta North, Northwest, Northwest, Airlines. Yeah, I'm that guy, so. John, what do you got? Well, I got a little news. I, yeah, I didn't have much time to write because I had to drive over here today, but, uh, you know, I got a little bit. <laughs> you may have noticed, uh, if you stepped outside yesterday, I, I know I did, a pungent odor when you stepped outside into our upper 60s. Yeah. You're saying, why is that? Fire in why Canada. Why was that, Fire John? in Canada. The Minnesota Pollution Control <laughs> Agency says no. the source is most likely from southwest Minnesota farmers fertilizing their fields with manure. Really? Manure. Winds from the southwest carried the odor up toward the Twin Cities, according to the MPCA. I didn't smell it. What? Oh, my God. Hey, hey, you, you can it. smell it. We ain't going to smell it with this wind. Thank you. Oh, I could with that wind. In Andover, it was it was strong. Let's put it that That's way. That's got to be a song. You can't. You know what that was, Joe? That was the smell of freedom. That's right. America. <laughs> it's America. Yeah, I lived in Marshall for three years, and I tell you what, it was, you know, it's either that or silage. Or, yeah. hog, or hogs. <laughs> it keeps uh, out in the country. It keeps the cityits away. That's why we spread it. Cityits. There's one I haven't heard. <laughs> you know, you could make that a really serious song, Jeff. A very a lot of minor chords. Go for it. Can you smell <laughs> the manure? <laughs> Doom and gloom. Yes. <laughs> no, no, because the next line was going to be, it can keep us very pure. <laughs> No, 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 no commercial fertilizer for us. Yeah, <laughs> just the pigs. Maybe, best. Maybe we shouldn't go with the minor chord yeah. version. Huh? Make it a happy turd song. <laughs> happy turds. I saw that band at the entry. <laughs> they were short lived. Yeah. I got flushed out of the music business. <laughs> when you uh, when you played your, uh, did you have a band? Oh yeah, this time. 
Uh, this trip? This no. Trip. Did it solo? Well, I have a buddy named Mark Bendixson. But yeah. I've got guys from the Twin Cities, wonderful guys. Gary Lopak, Jason Kraft, Ralph DeCutt, Steve Clark, you know, Tom Benton from Wisconsin. He comes over. He's one of the original guys with me with Glenn Campbell. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we have great memories of old Glenn, you know. Oh, yeah. I know you love Glenn Campbell. I'm very much. Yeah. 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 It's It's kind of strange that the years are adding up since he passed. But yeah. we're still doing shows of his music, and I'm just delighted that people come out and see us you know yeah we're uh we were in florida california and arizona and we've got hawaii next month if all of you uh glers that are uh, out in the islands come on over to the hawaii theater on december 29th oh. it's a beautiful venue now if you want to blow your travel budget joe yeah and you have a choice yeah nashville or hawaii hawaii yeah you go. <laughs> never well, been to hawaii. well chosen i've been to nashville i've never been to hawaii I would have a tough time driving to Hawaii. Yeah, you would. That's true. Well, you know, and, uh, I'm sure they have some comfort stuff for you. And oh, get, yeah. get some of them melatonin gummies or yeah. something like that. You yeah. probably can sleep have. all the way there. Yeah. Or just hop in a nice little enclosed sailboat and sail oh, over there. Oh. Who sings yeah. the Glenn Campbell songs? You? I do, yeah. 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 Do I'd do sing one. one. Well, do one am I allowed to do one? Uh, are we going to get in trouble? Well, well, why would we? It's, it's a copyright thing, it. isn't it? Well, you're live, and you you were with his group, right? So that gives your call, you, boss. Well, it's your permission. I mean, you're you're giving yourself permission. Well, everybody wants to hear this one. Yeah. Ah, come on, fingers. Uh oh. Keep after John. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go find the chords. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I am a lineman for the county. And I drive the main road Searching in the sun For another overload I hear you singing in the wire And I hear you through the wire And the Wichita lineman is still on the line I know I need a small vacation But it don't look like rain And if it snows that stretch down south Won't ever stand the strain and I need you more than want you And I want you for all time And the Wichita lineman Is still on the For all time, and the Wichita line is still on the line. 
Come on, Joe. I can't see. <laughs> Still on the line. You got this. God, I bet your Glenn Campbell shows are fantastic. I, wow. I love doing them, too. Oh, the songs are so good, you oh, know. Oh, man. And, and he did all that fun stuff. You know, yeah, he did yeah. that old Bob Wills and, yep. and and Marty Robbins, you know. You know, like, uh, 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 well, I never felt more like singing the blues. I mean, all that kind of stuff. And Hank and uh, just and, and Jimmy Webb, of course, the writer that Wrote yeah. the biggest stuff. He wrote Wichita Lineman, Galveston, uh, by the time we get to Phoenix, Up, Up, and Away in My Beautiful Balloon yeah. for the Fifth Dimension. Yeah. He wrote uh, MacArthur, Park. MacArthur Park. Yeah. What's really nice is uh, Jimmy Webb's Facebook page. He will put on old clips of Glenn mm. uh, doing his song. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. You know, if it, weren't for Gl- yeah. if it weren't for Glenn, there'd have been no Jimmy. You know, I'll tell you, he told a great story one time. I heard him uh, talking about this. He said when he was a kid, he heard one of Glenn's early records called uh, Turn Around, Look at Me. Sure. There was someone walking, walking behind, behind you. you. Turn, Turn around, around, look at me. Yep. And he thought that was the most amazing voice and song he had ever heard. He was riding his tractor in Oklahoma. Yep. So he went home to his little bed and he knelt down next to the bed, folded his hands. He said, God, please, please, please let me write a song that's half as good as Turn Around, Look at Me. And he said, just like that, my prayers were answered, and I wrote 250 songs that were only half that good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Put a bunch. Word for third. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Joe, thanks for asking for that, though. You know, that's so close to my heart. And, oh, it's got to be. Uh, yeah. Now, when you were with Glenn... what? He sang, obviously. What yeah. what was your were you a backup guitarist? I did that, and I got to play that solo down the you know the low. Uh... Not like in Galveston. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just unbelievable. And he'd call my name out. If you go look at the concert video from yeah. South Dakota, which we recorded in uh, Sioux Falls, believe it or not, um, he's Jeff Dayton, you know, because it's so nice that he recognized me on stage. And I was his band leader, and we, you know, then I sang, of course, everybody in the band sang. Yeah. Oh, that's neat stuff. There's a million great, if you're a Glenn Campbell fan, clips on on YouTube, Mm -hmm. just go start watching, you'll fall down a hole. Rabbit hole. It's a good one. You know, speaking of Bob Wills, you know who Bob Wills was, the Texas Texas Playboys. San Antonio Rose and all that good stuff. Take me back to Tulsa. Well, he was on TV one time, and his singer, Tommy Duncan, was sick. So they got this new kid named Glenn Campbell, <laughs> and he was wearing a, one of those, you know, cowboy shirts like he would have worn in Rhinestone Cowboy. Sure. And he was just smiling and handsome and just smiling, yeah. just doing it. How did he get hooked up with the Beach Boys? Well, he was in the Wrecking Crew in Los Angeles, and he started playing sessions in about 1962. Our manager, Stan Schneider, covered Glenn's career for the whole time. Okay. And uh, he said that in 62, Glenn came to L.A. Stan helped him get his first house for 17000 bucks. <laughs> Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. Um, he made seventeen grand in the studio that year. The next year, he made 75000 oh, And yeah. the 75000 nice in 1963 That's was an executive salary yeah. with a housekeeper and, a, and, you know, Fifi the maid. There is a great video, speaking of videos on there, of him and Leon Russell in the studio in 1984. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was there, but they just happened to apparently be in the same town. And they do a bunch of songs and reminisce a bit. And Leon... Leon was a, a character, mm. to say the least. So yeah. Glenn carried the ball on the telling the stories there, and, and Leon basically would look through his glasses and go, 
Uh-huh. And then they'd play a song, but it's yeah. just wonderful. Because Leon was the wrecking crew, obviously. He, he was, and he was from Tulsa. Yeah. And uh, he played piano on By the Time I Get to Phoenix. Yep. Um, they were together in the house band on one of those dance shows. I forget it was Shindig. Shindig. Shindig, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, Leon was just amazing. I got to see him in Minneapolis in about 74. Oh, fun. At Parade Stadium there. And wow. uh, with his wife, soon-to-be wife, Mary McCrary, opening and my friend scott sansby who was a legendary twin cities drummer been around since you know the early days of the 60s yeah was playing drums with her and ended up playing with leon wow and then he and i ended up working together at the university of minnesota jazz ensemble with dr ben crusciuto do you remember his name frank ben crusciuto yes and that's where i got to work with dizzy gillespie I was working nice. in the U of M Jazz Ensemble, Jeez. and we did a trip to Mexico City, and we just had all kinds of fun. What a small community of musicians that is. Well, Minneapolis is such a fertile breeding ground. I mean, there have been great families here. I know the Steele family's been here for 40 yeah. years, but before that, even the Pe- the Peterson family, mm-hmm. just legendary cats. Mm-hmm. And uh, wonderful musicians like the late, great Lonnie Wilson. Uh, I'm sorry, Lonnie Knight. Long time ago, a friend of mine said, you guys should have a band called Knight and Dayton. Yeah, that bad. <laughs> yeah, but Lonnie was out of town. He was a staff, uh, staff guitar player at Sound 80, the yeah. old studio. And he was out playing up some cheesy blues gig on the road for the week. And he came back to town to Sound 80, and they said, well, guess what you missed? He said, what? And they said, Bob Dylan was here and recorded a record. Wow. <laughs> and Lonnie was tortured by that the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was uh, tangled up in blue. Blood, oh, on, blood, on, the tra- blood on the tracks. Blood on the tracks. Yeah. yeah. And and my friend Kevin Odegaard lucked into yeah. a spot on the record, yeah. and he turned that into a career. And I got hired by Kevin right after that. And that's how I ended <laughs> up working with this new kid named Bobby Rifkin and our producer, David Rifkin, who had nobody had heard of at that point. And Bobby became Bobby Z, and David yeah. became David Z, and Prince in the Revolution. I'll be there. Listen Holy to this, cow. God this Almighty, Jeff. I can go on and yeah. on. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Did you go know a guy named Marsh Edelstein? Uh, sure. Everybody knew Marsh. Marsh was one of the two big agencies in town. He was the manager of the Bananas. I was a banana. <laughs> oh no God! Shit. Here we go. I know, but I mean, I we were nothing. So, but it's interesting yeah. that somebody important like you would know who Marsh was. Sure. I've been every time I've been back to town. Pretty much, Marsh is at something that i get to go really? to really yeah. say hello to him for me. i will do that jeff for your 2024 tour me, we're right. thinking bright yellow banana suits for you <laughs> and your band yeah, we had the brown bones. well if we get if we, once we get the suits and use them here i'm not I'm kidding let's go to that town in in the carolinas where the banana team the baseball oh, team the banana, the banana, savannah bananas. Bananas. Savannah yeah bananas. let's go there yeah. let's go there we'll can we can, we'll get double duty out of those suits <laughs> yeah. yeah let me tell you something grunhoffers is also hiring People want to you. You want to work in the meat industry? You can't beat Grunhoffer's Forest Lake store, Hugo store, soon to open in uh, the White Bear Lake area. You just heard that if you buy something now at EcoFun Motorsports, you're getting a ten pound hand from ham from Grunhoffer's, the best ham you'll ever taste. Right now, the Oktoberfest bratwurst and the tater tot hot dish bratwurst. Pre-made meals, if you want to call ahead and have a meal put together, Grunhoffers can take care of you for that. Uh, it's a grilling season. It's a football season. This weekend, the temperature going back up into the 50s. It'll be a great outdoor cooking weekend with Brun- uh, Grunhoffers old-fashioned meats. Call them at the Hugo store at 651-426-2800 or at the Forest Lake store, 651 982 one one eight two. This is true Minnesota comfort food. 
at its finest, and they'll put together a meal for you. Uh, you want to uh, you want to get to the Hugo store? It's right on Highway 61 north of Hugo, just north of Hugo, and the Forest Lake store is immediately east of 35 on highway 97 it's grunhofer's old-fashioned meat it's the greatest meat emporium in the country and i only know the periphery just the periphery of it all Rook, i never got into the periphery as we bump you remember uh, a band called the youngsters okay. absolutely well the youngsters with gary lopak the yeah. guy i was talking about that i'm having lunch with is yeah. married to the teacher that we were talking about jane's teacher Ask him if gary was in the bananas yeah i'm sure he had. <laughs> I, I used to read a, a magazine every week i would steal it from my, my next door neighbor at study hall when i was going to blake a kid named billy barber yeah. and billy's a you know twin cities legend too um but uh he had a thing called connie's insider mm -hmm. and it was the rag about all the music scene yes. it came out every week or yes yeah uh the the bananas, connie hector was his name uh they, they birthed some really great guys like jigs lee i don't know if you know sure jigs lee and the grasshopper yeah i remember jigs, but lee. jigs lee ended up with the bananas, the bananas. oh geez and, uh, so when you guys are coming up with band names you just yeah, look around and shit Marsh named him the youngsters because their moms had to drive him to work. Yeah. And the guy, Keith Follisay, who's uh, they'd written like, I don't know, 10 number one hits in Nashville guy. Um, he was in the youngsters. Hey, I'm seeing a vision. You guys are going to be the tape dispensers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing big does. things. The, the high spirit, St. Louis Park. That okay? I mentioned uh, Bobby and everybody in yeah. this whole thing. We yeah. were, we were met Kevin. We were managed by Owen Husney, who was in was in spirits. the High Spirits. Yeah. Turn on your love light. Yes. Hey, dude, I was there for that. Turn I was eating that up. Light. I was eating that up. I was the kid no, that was listening no to KDWB and yeah. WDGY, Tack Hammer and Ouija, <laughs> yes. Charlie Brown on on uh, KDWB. Yes. Yeah, oh, here comes the emperor, big, mighty, mighty emperor. Right. All hail the emperor. Here he comes. And then uh, channel 63 for scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, 63. That's easy, easy to remember. remember. Yeah. I got memories, Joe. Oh, yeah, you do. I'm writing a book, 63 but I can't fit. KDWB. You Call know that, Bob Lang. Do you know that uh, I read up on the history of KQRS? Yeah. And it came out in 64, and they prided themselves on playing high fidelity music only. Yeah, and they the QRS stood for quality radio station. Yeah, quality. And one wow. of the uh, requirements for all the disc jockeys is you had to be high all the time, <laughs> all the time. In the production studio at the old KDWB, because I used to work at Cities ninety seven, we shared studios. They have that WDGY sixty three. The what do you call? Oh, Ouija was eleven thirty. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, but they had the silhouette of the the neon sign oh. in the production studio. Oh man, it's it's. I I hope they still have it because it's really cool. Yeah, there is a Ouija, and it's out in the Afton Valley. There, yeah. Um, yeah, in Lakeland, Minnesota. I've been on this show there a couple times with yeah. them, but it's a shadow. I mean, it's just a little. Mm -hmm. you know, it's a little tiny place. Little satellite yeah, They play oldies. That's why I'm in radio because I grew up listening to KDWB, um, KSDP, the music, the music station. station. Well, that's later and, on. And um, and WDGY. You remember when CCO hit on FM? Yeah, radio yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one that uh, they played? Like the you know the mellow '70s schlock, and they they were the ones that said, "This is a cold and nut." 
And these is an uncolon. That guy, you know? Uh, yeah, sure. Not WLTE. That oh, was CCO. No. It was, a, but it was a cool station. But uh, KQ was the, was the one. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, KQ was the one that I first noticed stereo radio. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Just so good. And I put my head down between the speakers. And went, whoa. And they had compression on the mics and the whole thing. You could just hear yep. it. it sounded like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, high quality. It was high, high quality. quality radio station. Yeah, GLHQ. <laughs> hey, Suji boy, will yeah. you pull your mic a little bit closer towards you? Sure. When you're sitting back. Why not? You got a little away from. A little away from her. Um, yeah. only thing I need left is just a Masonic from Rook. Okay, let's do it. You guys want to bump back? Yeah, bump back. Sure. Sweet. Let's do something. And see. See. You ready? Yep. I am. Let's get tropical. We say. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Look at me. Just relaxing. On a beach. Let's go. Nothing on my mind at all. Watching the sand crabs crawl. Laminate. Big umbrella. In the shade. Grooving to a GL tune on a perfect afternoon. So that was a shameless plug, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm chillo, floating on a feather pillow, living on island time, feeling like I'm in my prime. Yeah, I'm chillo. Cool as a big bowl of jello, sipping life through a straw. Nothing bothers me at all. You like that joke? I do. Yeah, let's sip and laugh through a straw. Nothing bothers us at all. I can smell the ocean. I can smell the hog farms. Yeah. (laughs) We never got your manure song. Manure. How do I see that I knew her? <laughs> Will I ever? So her name is Manure? Yeah, Manure. It's like a... Why is she a uh, big girl? Eastern African name. Manure. Nice. You know, they. I know that songwriting sessions deteriorate that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that word right for a third might come down a bit with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making a sandwich. Y'all finish this. Well, uh, thank you for being very charitable to me with my voice there, uh, Mr. Dayton. But uh, I want to talk about real charities, and that's Minnesota Masonic Charities. In 2006, you know the story that several long-standing charities of Minnesota masonry combined to create one umbrella organization, and that's Minnesota Masonic Charities. What do they want to do? Well, they want to promote great levels of philanthropy, and they do that through their scholarships, caring for the elderly, helping the young children communicate in Duluth, and repair. If well, it was like Skilly. He had the bum foot. He went over there, and he was repairing at Minnesota Masonic in Bloomington, a beautiful campus. What I want you to do is learn more, and they want you to learn more, too. The secret handshakes, the secret meetings, everything's out in the open. It's an open book. And in fact, we had some Masons the other night at the uh, town council meeting that raised their hands. 952-948-6200, that's the phone number, but you don't need to call them. You just need to go to their website and poke around to see if you need loved one for a, a, a care for a loved one that may be 
uh, mending. Well, they'll give you your options. mnmasoniccharities.org. They're great people, and they do wonderful work through uh, their uh, website, minnesotamasoniccharities.org. I'm going to buy a new mouth. Well, I'll help out. <laughs> yes. I'll contribute. Come here, come here. Jeff, when are you coming back to Minnesota? Well, first I was going to do a Masonic tie-in. My grand, my grandmother's dad was a Mason. Oh, really? Fred Sharp in St. Paul lived on Goodrich Avenue. Yeah. Oh, love yeah. Goodrich Avenue. Yeah, just beautiful place. Who the hell don't you know? Uh, <laughs> the guy he hasn't met yet. <laughs> well, there are, there are a few, but I love it here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. You know, I just the, well, your history goes back here so deeply, and I have both sides of the river. And you do you from Matamidi to Wyzetta or Minnetonka. Yeah, whatever happened with Seventh and Nicollet? Seventh and oh, then Seventh and Nicollet became Dayton's. I mean, the, when, yeah. when, when did he sell? Oh, he never sold. I mean, he bought the land there and built this thing called the Dayton Dry Goods Company, and then you know. That turned into Dayton's, and then it turned into Dayton Hudson, and then wow. you know now it's. Like, I was an employee, I know, but it, that's just to get that kind of uh, foresight, and then. Well, yeah, friends. Call, he'd owned the bank in Worthington, and uh, the, 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 his house is still there. The Dayton house in Worthington is still uh, in National Registry. See, I'm getting the same feeling about you that I have about a guy named Sourdough Slim. <laughs> I swear, Sourdough Slim was a member of Moby Grape. Now he denies that. Yeah, he does see the guy with the finger over the washboard? Well, uh, no, no. Sourdough Slim is just a great cowboy guy. Okay. A yodeler, yeah. wonderful don't guy. Do the washboard, the cowboy. Do the washboard. And, and cowboy we've had him at the fair, and like you have been with us at the fair. I think I met him. Sourdough Slim. Yes. Got what the cowboy hat. Yes. California big. Got, got the whole boots. cowboy thing going. Oh, it's on. Ten gallon hat. Eastern thing. <laughs> and uh, unless it's Rook, and then it's eleven. Yeah. <laughs> but I see, I see in him uh, more than he'll ever confess to. But he denies that he was ever a part of the San Francisco scene. And you, you've got something going on. I can't. It, don't know anything about you go back so far in the twin cities that uh i don't know you might have had a different name at some point like <laughs> i think they recycled me or something yeah, i don't yeah. know it's just uh, it's very interesting well thanks joe yeah joe i've had an idea um jeff on uh, wednesday night joe announced that the next time we do a live appearance the uh there's going to be a gl band joe on drums me on bass yeah. john on guitar we're going to find a singer Rookie why don't why don't we combine and do that live show the next time Jeff comes into town? Yes, would you? Join so us? we can actually have a real artist play yes. a set. Yes, and the the I almost said a bad word. Yeah, the cruddy GL band <laughs> right. will warm him up. Yes, you have to close, man. <laughs> we clear the room. The house. No. You'll People. be coming back here. I will. If we should name, plan that for the spring, Jeff. Name a date, man. I'd love to be here. I really would. I love you guys, Joe. You know, if you're, you're gonna, one, Joe is one of my favorite people on the planet. I mean, the minute we met well, over there yeah, the first well, time, well, the first, we, yeah, he's all yours. Can you take him home with you? feel the chill of the love coming in. Yeah, here, you're not gonna feel any from these morons. See when he gets away from the group. Yeah. The other thing we should probably consider, though, Kenny, is. Jeff's a professional. 
you know, yeah. you, know you might want a little uh, scratch well, for uh, performing no, well, that, a set of music. I don't want to cut do in your travel budget. Man. No, we, we, we'll have to come up with that. You're, the, the only thing, though, Jeff, you have to split a hotel room with Kenny. That's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, two right. queen beds. Right. He lays there at 10 o'clock at night eating Arby's. Yeah, I got to hit the bathroom first. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, we'll work something out. That sounds good. We keep threatening to. We got to do yeah. it. You guys, if you come to the South, though, you get to experience something that's taking over highway travel. It's revolutionizing the road life. It's called Bucky's. Oh, my oh, God. Sure. Yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. They're, they're like, it's like the. State I, Fair of Roadside. I just drove back from Florida is it in a March. Gas station? It is, but it's oh, more than that. It's, it's got city. 120 it's pumps. Almost, Joe, it's like an amusement park. It's right? huge. It's, they're massive. They they just crank up the, the barbecue brisket Ooh. sandwiches. It's, it's, and I hate to rip on Quick Trip, but it's it's better than Quick Trip. They've got What's a, a jerky bar that's bigger than this studio. Really? Yeah, yeah. they're fantastic. Buckies. They're unreal. My uh, kid did a tour. And, yeah, uh, they went through the west and then came through the south, and he came back immediately telling me all about Bucky's. It's just gross. Cool. So yeah. they can, you know, let us know when they want to advertise. But you know, hey, <laughs> what a place! I just so you, you guys have a lot to see. No, not, how far no. north do they go? I don't know. I, they, we have a couple in Tennessee though. Because that's where I stopped. I when I stopped, it was in Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. where could I you, stopped. Uh, could you hit the scramble, please? Because we got to get going. Oh, I didn't uh, realize it was already that time. Uh, I do. I have a question for Mr. Dayton as it relates to 2024. Let me play the scramble first. We got a scramble. Oh, we do. Only because they come to us all the way. May I ask Mr. Dayton a quick question? Looks like Tony introduced the scramble. So I was on your site because Joe said, look up when Jeff, so we could promote the show. Little did we know you were playing last night. So there's no show to promote. That doesn't help. 2024, you only have one gig listed on your website. There there are more coming. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if there was some somewhere else I was supposed to look. Yeah, there's some Arizona. uh, There is uh, some Minnesota coming up. There's uh, Menominee, Wisconsin. We're at the Mabel Tainter. Oh, yeah. Over there, the we're going to be at the the Ames uh, at the, in Burnsville, and uh, that's a nice place. Yeah, Ames. I'll be back at three eighteen in May at the little place in Excelsior. It's a wonderful well, May, cafe. We should be shooting for May then for the let's, band. Okay. Yeah, let's book that room in uh, Hopkins that we yeah. played. Yeah. Oh what yeah, the, that's a good point. What the, the or what about for the three eighteen in Excelsior? <laughs> It's called the, the Center, Center for, for Performing the Arts. Arts oh, in yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. Very cool. It's a great yeah, spot. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that place. Yeah. I've seen Marty Stewart there twice. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Only right. because they He's come to guy. us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. November 17th. In 1863 that Winfield Scott Hammond was born in Southboro, Massachusetts. And then the printer, uh, John, can't Uh-oh. help me today. He was a governor. He did a bunch of other stuff. He was a <laughs> high school principal in Mankato and the super in Medalia. That's yeah, it's enough for Does him. Doesn't say anything about his brother, Reggie. He died in 1915, God, the second God. governor to die in office. Okay. Well, and on this day in 1992, 
law enforcement. Was it was it Reggie M? He was a brand new uh, law enforcement know, division. Yeah, he, <laughs> a new sheriff in town. Yeah, be cool. Yeah. Uh, Jackpot Junction opened. Uh, the Metawonkton, Dakota. Jed, you, Joe, uh, let's head on over the, yes. the jackpot, huh? Uh, let's first, go to Morton. First Native American casino in Minnesota. It was originally a bingo parlor. Hmm. Why don't you two uh, uh, musicians... Could you take us out with something? And while we do, thank you to all of you GLers that donated to play for Patrick yeah, yes. and uh, forgive yeah. to the Max Day Kenny also. Yeah, and one more mention of Jeff's website, please. JeffDaytonMusic.com, correct? Is that where yes, I got sir. it right Thanks, here in Kenny. front of my face? And YouTube, too. JeffDaytonMusic.com, and yes, please search him up on YouTube. He's got a very cool YouTube channel as well. I'll link to both of those, Jeff, on the Garage Logic website all right. for today. Joe, how are you about. Uh, Kids getting to work, huh? Got any kids that lay around, don't work? Just got huh? the full scope of mayor's got a tea time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was on uh, I was on Hawaii Five O, and you know the guy uh, Shy McBride, the big black dude that's yeah, 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 yeah. We were shooting a scene in Hickam in, in uh, Honolulu for Hawaii Five O, and he came out in his golf clothes, and they were all lime green, man, head to foot. Oh, yeah. oh my god! And he goes, "Call that go to hell." Green. You don't need me. I got a tea time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna lay around all summer long. Get a job. No, you ain't gonna sleep in like an old hound dog. Get a job. <laughs> So get your laundry off the floor Cause mama ain't your maid no more And get your lazy butt out the door And get a job No, you ain't gonna eat us out of house and home Get a job It's about dang time you brought some bacon home Get a job no, you ain't gonna drive my truck And I ain't giving you a buck So get your motivator unstuck Get a job Are you ready, John? Get to work, son Hey, picking the thing Johnny Hay. Oh, we're still going. <laughs> Atta boy. Uh, you can <laughs> horse and clover get the child, son. Get out of there. Yeah, kid. boy, your days of milk and honey are over. Get, get a job. Well, here's your new summertime plans. You're gonna get some dirt on your hands. So pull up your big boy pants and get a job. Yeah, get your laundry off the floor. Cause mama ain't your maid no more. And get your lazy butt out the door and get a job. Thank you, Jeff Dayton. Thank We're you, Joe. Yeah. That was fantastic. All right. That's See you, like, GLers. Thank thanks you. so much, Jeff. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Nice work. Folks. Share the aloha, y'all. Share yeah. the aloha. Mahalo. Yes, mahalo. Mahalo.
glad you stopped. But I'll see you later. But I'll see you later. What are you playing? You know the uh, the best golf advice Glenn Campbell ever gave me? What, don't play? No. He said, swing hard in case you hit it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm only playing to say I played when it was 44 degrees. Well, what's it going to be today? 55? 45. Oh. Weekend will be good, though. Nice to see you. I'm going to give you a hug. Okay. <laughs> he, he loves being hugged. Oh, 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 hug. He loves being hugged. Wow! What just happened? Yep. Oh, I was gonna get a photo of you hugging him. Oh, you can do that too, but that's personal. <laughs> can we do? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I won't right. look at your photo history either. I promise. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, smile. I am. I am. <laughs> really? Thanks, uh, Jeff. You are one of my absolute favorite knuckleheads. Well, that's I'm just from a knucklehead. Well, you know that, and you and Don Shelby and a couple other guys. Thank you. Great see job. You. Thanks for taking time to come over. Thanks for hollering. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Well, the minute we heard you were in town, you're muted. You got a call. Yes. Kenny, you're muted. Jeff. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Was always oh, okay. Always. Okay. You know what I like about. Jeff's song. He always plays stuff that makes me look good, even though. Well, you're sounding great. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what John's saying. Yeah. I do my best. All right. All right. Got fun playing. Uh, uh, you want to shoot your age? Oh, great. On the front, Almost desk? On the front. Times two? Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, hit him straight. Well, I'll tell you what, boys. What do you want? Just, you want me to say Jeff Dayton in studio? Yeah. Got it. Thanks, guys. Noted. Thanks. What a blast. Oh, I mean, it's fun. such a. The first time at the ferry, I don't remember. I do because it was such a laugh riot for me. You know? <laughs> oh, Kenny's just over. delightful. Yeah. It's always fun. I love, you know, musicians love doing radio like radio guys like doing music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a known fact. Well, what was the great? This show needs, we need to do stuff like this to just give ourselves a break from the. The nonsense. Right. Bullshit that we have to deal with with this declining cities. By town council. Hey, you know what? I I didn't get to say it. I've I've been thinking it lately, though, and and this is for guys especially.